welcome to Future Focused, Sophisticated Estate Planning with Wigan and Dana, the show where CPAs, insurance professionals, investment brokers, trust companies, CFPs, and more can firm up on their understanding of estate planning strategies so they can better guide their clients to make wise decisions with their legacy. Future Focus is hosted by Aaron Nichols and Michael Clear, partners of the Private Client Services Department at Wigan and Dana. Subscribe to Future Focused Sophisticated Estate Planning on your favorite podcast platform and share episodes with your clients. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron and Michael. Welcome to Future Focused. I'm your host, Michael Clear, and joined today by my partner, Aaron Nichols. Happy to be here as we close in on the holidays. Yes, as I said earlier, it is the new hallmark. I can't believe it's December month. And today, what we're going to do is highlight a few things that we want our clients and our other advisors that we work with to be cognizant of and thinking about as we head towards the end of the year. Yeah. So as is the case in estate planning in our tax world, the end of the year is a big deadline for a few things that we like to tick off an annual task list. So reviewing those things to keep in mind before we ring in 2024. And I think the first one that we'll throw out, and it may lead off our discussion in January as well, at the beginning of every year, a lot of our clients set the goal of doing or updating or paying attention to their state plan. (laughs) Now is the time to either do that if you're really close or just get ready so at the beginning of next year, we can dive in and finalize that plan. It's a great New Year's resolution. It is. From there, the next one is often making sure our clients have used, to the extent they want to, all of their annual exclusion gifts. That's exactly right. Prior episodes have addressed this annual exclusion amount, which is the amount that you can give to any donee in a calendar year without being subject to the gift tax system. In 2023, that amount is $17,000. We highlight this as a really good way to chip away at the size of your taxable estate, and it can be a very effective planning tool. To the extent that you're looking to do some tax planning and you haven't used up annual exclusion amounts for people that you want to benefit, friends or family, then December is the time to do it. Absolutely. And sometimes those gifts are outright gifts to individuals. And those are straightforward gifts. And sometimes those are gifts into trusts. Any number of names that we can give those trusts, but in the least today, we're going to call them crummy trusts, a trust that is designed to receive an annual exclusion amount for people. You do them in either places, but on the crummy side, if you haven't given crummy notices, a notice to a beneficiary that they had a withdrawal right for a gift so far this year, now is a good time to make sure the paperwork side of that has been completed. That was a perfect segue. I was going to mention that certainly year-end, we need to be thinking about crummy letters in connection with our trust planning. Another thing in terms of annual exclusion gifting that people ask me sometimes is, does that relate at all to charitable planning? It doesn't because you can transfer an unlimited amount of assets to a nonprofit organization without being subject to the gift tax. That's a 501c3. That is actually a good option if you're looking to do some income tax planning before year end. On the charitable side. So making a charitable contribution before the end of the year. 
especially sitting down and looking potentially with your financial advisor to what extent you're able to avail yourself of the charitable deduction. It's smart to do some savvy income tax planning. You can be proactive about your giving so that you're really maximizing the benefit to offsetting your income. So we have annual exclusion gifts. We have considering charitable contributions by the end of the year. The next one to think of before the end of the year are required minimum distributions from retirement accounts. That's a big one. If you have an IRA and you are at the age where you need to be taking required minimum distributions for accounts now, that is 72 and a half. It would also be applicable to younger people who have inherited retirement accounts and are taking that required minimum distribution across their life expectancy. That would apply to anyone with a required minimum distribution. On the inherited IRA side, from before 2020, they might be taking out over their life expectancy. Post-2020, they're generally taking out over a 10-year span. It's still a required minimum distribution that has to be taken. Along with required minimum distributions, that term is also used in the charitable planning world. If you happen to have a private foundation or are working with clients who administer private foundations, you need to keep in mind that before year end, there's an RMD requirement within private foundations as well. It's 5% has to be distributed out either through grant making or outright gifts to other charitable causes. It's important to make sure that that is completed before year end. If it's not, there is a 30% penalty on the amount that you fail to distribute. Heading back towards retirement and RMDs and combining that also on the charitable contribution side. If a client is over 70 and a half, they may be able to send up to $100,000 directly from the retirement account to a nonprofit agency instead of taking that as a distribution to them or even a distribution to them and then a gift to the charity so they could get a little more of a tax benefit by making that contribution directly. There are some pretty strict rules surrounding those qualified charitable distributions. So it's important that if you're considering one, you really look at the rules and make sure you're complying perfectly in order to avail yourself of that benefit. Maybe the last one that we'll hit on today is maximizing or utilizing all of your gift tax exemption. The exemption is currently $12,920,000. And we have clients that regularly gift, and it's possible that they haven't used all of their exemption that was increased in 2023. Certainly those top-up gifts are popular. If you have assets that are easy to gift, then certainly doing that before year-end can be helpful. If you're looking to top up more generally, looking toward the potential sunsetting of the estate tax exemption amounts in 2025, and you're dealing with a more difficult asset to transfer, whether it be a closely held company that's owned with stock certificates and stuff like that, that you're working with a corporate attorney to transfer, doing it all at once in 2024 might be a little bit easier for the client than trying to do it piecemeal. So doing a top up in 23 and then also topping up in 24, because as is the case with the annual exclusion amount, that estate tax exemption amount is inflation adjusted and we'll see a pretty significant increase to that in 2024. There may be some efficiencies in not making that gift at this point in December of 2023 and instead making it a larger gift in January of 2024. That's exactly right. 
Well, that's great, Aaron. I think that's a good summary of where our clients should be thinking about as we head towards the end of the year, using their annual exclusion gifts, catching up on trust compliance issues such as crummy withdrawals, making charitable contributions. If they're running a foundation, making sure the 5% distribution has gone out from a required minimum distributions for retirement accounts, making sure those are taken and then maxing out their gift tax exemption. I think those are a good checklist for year end and not too daunting. Not too daunting. No, certainly you can take a look at that task list, but also make sure to enjoy your holidays. And we'll be looking forward to rejoining you all in 2024. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Future Focused, Sophisticated Estate Planning, hosted by Aaron Nichols and Michael Clear, partners of the Private Client Services Department at Wigan and Dana. At Wigan and Dana, our aim is preserving the wealth that a family has worked so hard to create and pride ourselves in offering value-driven solutions and results. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, share episodes with your clients, and follow our highly talented, creative, and experienced lawyers on LinkedIn for even more great insight. We'll see you next time on Future Focused, Sophisticated Estate Planning.